Good morning, everybody, uneducated economists. Man, it's dark out. Okay, it's storming like crazy. It's like 26 degrees out, and the wind is blowing really, like, like mad. So if we get any kind of rain, I'm thinking that it's going to be a crazy ice storm coming. So right now, I am at work. It's early. The wind is blowing. It's very cold. I'd imagine that it's going to be a very slow day. Um, the one thing that we are selling a ton of is pellets. Now, wood-burning pellets, this is something that a lot of people use around the Pacific Northwest in order to heat their house. It's, a, it's an efficient way of heating your home. It's clean. It's easy. It's not nearly as like cumbersome as wood. Wood has to have a storage space. It's really like messy. It's like just a pain to try and deal with as far as like just bringing it in into the house, keeping the fire stoked. Wood-burning pellets are really just a much easier way of going about it. Now, when it comes to the way that you can heat your home, there's a lot of different fashions out there. But when you are committed to a particular direction, then you're committed to it. It's like, you know, heating your home, there's no other way. Either you bring in space heaters or update the facility in order to, to accommodate a new type of new, new form of heat. So once you're committed to something like wood burning pellets, you're committed to it. You're not going to you're not going to back away from that. You know, at least in the middle of a storm like it is now, you're going to have to get those pellets. And if they come up in short supply, what do you do? There's no alternative. You have to have them. And so now you're traveling or doing without. And that's can be the case for a lot of people out there when the shortages kick in. And we experienced that at the lumberyard that I was that I'm working at during the pandemic. And that was like a very scary scenario for a lot of people as the wintertime was coming and they didn't know what they were going to do to heat their house outside of electricity, like using space heaters or something like that, which gets quite expensive. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. So when it comes to wood pellets, it's a supply and demand issue that really starts driving the prices around. Now, for the most part, they're fairly consistent. Like they don't really move up and down like on a even yearly or even like over multiple years. You will find consistency in the prices. Um, even I myself over the 10 years, I believe it's been like maybe a $50 change over the course of a ton, 
which is, you know, quite a bit, but, you know, still $50 over the course of 10 years, that doesn't seem like it's a big deal when you're talking like $220 or $25 up to $270. So the change in pricing is somewhat reasonable when it comes to the pellets, the wood-burning pellets. Now, what's going to be the issue is the supply of them. Because now you have to think, these are wood-burning pellets. And where do they come from? Right? They come from sawdust. Mainly fir sawdust, at least for the Pacific Northwest, that's one of the main ones that they use, is the fir component of pulp. And they get that pulp from the mills. And the mills are in curtailment. And now the pellets are starting to find issues with fiber. Now, is it an issue that it's going to stop production? Probably not. But the issue of distance, time, uh, expense, everything that goes into the production of these pellets may go up as the production of lumber diminishes. And that's what we're experiencing at this time. See, when people ask, like, how is it that heating costs are going to go up? Well, this could be one of them right here. And if the demand for pellets increases as the temperature drops at the same time that the availability of production starts to diminish, what's going to happen to price? And then what happens to all the other forms of heat or energy use when a particular one that has generally not been used or been used in place of loses its availability, right? You have to go over to those to those alternatives. So mainly, you know, people are going to have to switch over to electric electricity or put in wood burning stoves or gas stoves or something or gas furnaces, I mean, in order to to heat their heat their homes. And this could be the case if the mills stay in a low production environment which seems to be the case right now if you look at home starts and home builds and everything that's going on with the new construction market because it's not doing well. In fact, I believe it was the pace of new permits has fallen below starts and that's not a good sign for the up-and-coming housing market, at least for the new construction market. And that's one of the things that we talk about quite frequently on this channel is the direction of where housing is going to go. And so when I think about like all the conditions of what's taking place right now between the energy costs, the increase in interest rates, the availability of new constructed homes, and what's going to happen with the rest of the economy out there as people's perceptions of a recession is almost like guaranteed now, like there is no if but when this thing hits. And so now I have to really consider like the difference between the gold market and the lumber market because I am immersed in the lumber market. I watch it from all angles and I can tell you right now it is not doing well. Lumber futures are in the toilet. If you need lumber, now is your time because the mills are not in major production right now. And we're finding that evident when it gets all the way down to the pulp industry within the pellet programs right, or in the pellet production. So these these are just some of the things that I am witnessing out in there. This witness, she was. I have a hard time talking in the morning. These are some of the things that I am witnessing out there, and how I see like this kind of bleeding into the rest of the economy out there, especially when it comes to the new construction. If that ramps up at all, if we have any kind of reversal in new construction, and the home builder sentiment 
starts to pick up, there is going to be a lag, a lag in production and a diminishing in inventory that is going to cause the prices to go up. I don't know how far out into the future that is going to be, but it is definitely going to happen. And so when I think about like the conditions that are taking place right now, if you, I'm sorry guys, in the morning I really ramble on, but I think about the conditions right now. If you think about the supply and demand, right? The supply of pellets is gonna diminish, the demand is picking up because it's cold, there's gonna be an issue that takes place from that. But if you have a supply and a demand dropping at the same time, so you think about it, there is less demand for homes right now, you can see it in the new home sales. Right, new home sales are plunging right now. A lot of people think about new home prices plunging. That's not the case. It's new home sales that are plunging. Right, Less homes are sell being sold because of the high interest rates. But then if the new homes are... <clears throat> excuse me, guys. If the new home sales are plunging at the same time that the new home construction is plunging, is that demand and production falling at the same time? I mean, supply and demand falling at the same time. Does that does that create a price issue or does that stay neutral during that period? At some point, one of them is going to stop falling, right? Either the, either the demand for homes is going to pick up and, and that's going to, you know, cause the supply to start picking up. I mean, not it would cause the supply to fall at first, but then the, the home sentiment would pick up and then the, the supply would start picking up again as the sentiment would pick in, pick up as the demand for homes picks up. But if the demand for homes falls and the builder sentiment is falling at the same time, how is that going to how what is that going to have an effect on prices? It's going to be a reversal of one of those two at some point that's going to change the pricing, right? Or one's going to pick up more than the other, like the the supply of homes falling as far as new construction from the home builder sentiment, because that's where new new homes come from. That's where the new inventory is gonna come from. Either that or foreclosures. I mean, we've talked about this many times, but we haven't seen the foreclosures picking up as of yet, not in a significant fashion to create an issue with a major inventory rise. Um, I think I got all that out. Uh, I just wanted to kind of give you guys some of that, uh, some of my thoughts this morning when I was thinking about like, what I see happening within the lumber industry, the sawmills, the pellet the pellet productions, and what kind of impact the fiber that's coming from these sawmills or the lack of production is going, lack of production of lumber, and the lack of production of fiber is now transferring into the pellets. And what that could do for the rest of the economy as that's one of the energy sources out there. Okay. Um, so thank you very much for listening through all that. If you got to sit through all that, that was kind of a kind of a rambling one this morning. But um, what I want to share with you guys now is the membership that I am doing for the channel. Now, I've been trying to figure out ways that I can monetize this channel, and I really don't have anything to sell. If I had a book or a course or something that I could sell you guys, that would be awesome. But I don't really have anything to sell. It's just me out here making my videos and that's what I do. So I'm trying to figure out different ways that I can I can monetize my my efforts here. And what I have now considered or actually not considered now in moving forward with is membership to the channel and what you get for the membership. So I'm going to have two different levels to it. Basically, a single membership, I mean, a, a, a membership, the early bird membership of a dollar right one dollar a month basically gets you early access to the videos six hours six to twelve hours early 
and I will give the members who are signed up for that that early bird special basically a dollar a month, twelve dollars a year, get early access to the videos. <clears throat> and um, and then the other one is going to be a much more in depth um, level. This is going to be, and I totally stole this from George Gammon too. It's um, it's going to be called the UE Collective. And what I'm going to do is um, offer two days a week of live stream for one to two hours for the members only. And what I hope that I can do for for the people who have joined this particular level of membership is to provide a much more in-depth discussion of what it is that you feel that you need to know or would like to bounce theories or ideas off of. Maybe you just want to get my my perspective on a particular thing or maybe you have like an issue that, you know, you want other people's kind of thoughts about. If we do the UE Collective, what we are going to find is a grouping of people who are very like-minded, who will give you their honest opinion. And if it's something that is of value, then you are going to stick around to to experience more of the the in-depth knowledge that I think the collective mind would have. And that's why I like calling it the collective and I totally stole it from George Gammon. It's because when I was at the Rebel Capitalist, he has a program called The Collective in which that the most brilliant minds get together and have discussions on just that thing. It's quite expensive to join his his collective group and there's different levels to it, but ultimately that's what I like is that collective mind because when you have many thoughts like you know the idea of nobody can guess how many jelly beans are in the jar but if you ask a thousand people how many jelly beans are in the jar and then you take the average guess you're gonna be really close to what that what that number of jelly beans is in that jar because the collective mind seems to know and so this is what I'm trying to to do with this with this particular level it's fifty dollars a month you don't have to be part of it for you know forever for the entire year you can just join in for say the month and be part of the collective group the collective mind share your thoughts and ideas and if it's fifty dollars a month we are only going to have what i'm hoping is the most serious people who are looking to get the either you know to get better idea of their theories or get new ideas or to, you know, either break their ideas. Cause a lot of people, when you are so stuck in a belief, sometimes you will miss other people's like ideas because you're just stuck in it. So a lot of times when you come into another thought, it, it'll break your idea and it'll be like, Oh man, I never thought of it that way. And then all of a sudden a whole new, like, idea starts to come in about what it is that you can do with your life because you were so stuck on this other belief. And that's where like having a collective mind, a much stronger, more focused collective mind would, uh, would bring the value to the channel. And so we can see where it goes from there. What I'm going to do is live streams on Wednesday evening and then Sunday afternoon for one to two hours. And then we'll build the, uh, the UE collective from there. So, uh, I hope to see you there. Um, 
Obviously, this weekend is going to be a bit busy, but we'll start the collective here on the following Wednesday. I'm not sure what date that is, but anyway, just go and join the collective. I will be leaving like community posts and stuff like that, so we'll be updated on what the future videos are going to be discussed about, um, you know, the discussions, topics on that and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a great, great um, thing for the community. I think it's going to be great for those who are looking to learn and try and understand a little bit better about what it is that that's going on inside of the, the economy so they can better conduct themselves. And that's really what I'm trying to do. And even if just one person signs up, like I'm serious, even if just one person signs up for it, it's going to be like, you know, think about it. I mean, it's like a discussion that you have with me, you know, twice a week for one to two hours. So anyway. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.